Yo! Hi, and welcome back. I'm back. Ground Jordan's back. What's up, Killa? Big podcast. What's up, man? How was your trip? It was good, man. I had my mojo working. <laughs> nice. It's good to have you back on the podcast. I uh, struggled last week without you. No, you did a great job, man. I I listened to it from afar, and um, the toughest part was not hearing the, the soundboard, but... Really? I thought that that was the, the one good part. <laughs> game over, man. Game over. No, but I want to thank um, the great Southern Hospitality when I was down in South Carolina. I came across some great people. Everybody was really, really, really just nice. Like, it it was beyond nice. And they knew we were out there to help them. And everywhere we went, like, we went to a restaurant and someone covered our bill. And it was just really nice. You know, we were away from our families, away from our podcast, away from Ground Jordan. <laughs> and the great, the, you know, the Southern hospitality really took its course and, and took care of us so i really really want to thank everybody out there in uh south carolina <laughs> but I, I i i really listened to you last week and you did a great job i know it's short it's tough you know doing the um podcast by yourself and you really did a great job i must say and a lot of people were uh gave you credit for that so well thank you i appreciate it so we don't we don't edit you know um i know a lot of podcasts they they edit um you know they cut stuff out and they they clean stuff up our issue is uh, i we don't really know how to edit so we just go straight through and uh after doing you know the solo podcast i have a ton of respect for anyone who does like a radio show by themselves live or anyone who does their own podcast and doesn't edit it. Cause it is not easy. No, it's not easy at all, man. It's I, the first one I did on my own, it's, it's tough. And you know, you came on board and, um, we just, you know, we're crushing it now. I also want to give a shout out to all of the first responders that were there when I was, and still there, uh, down in North Carolina and South Carolina, it's a tough job, and, and you guys are doing well. And I want to give a shout out, big shout out to my team, Flow Seven. We uh, we crushed it. We were down there. We did our thing. We moved from Charleston to Myrtle Beach, and you know we we really stayed positive. We really helped each other out. So shout out to those guys. But some crazy things happened when we were going. I just remembered. Was the 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 uh, guy with Buffalo? He re- retired at at halftime. Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> I was I was thinking. Imagine like you're getting surgery, and the surgeon just retires and like <laughs> leaves your chest open or something. Like it. That's, That's when you know you have you have enough money is when you're able to retire like in the middle of your work day. But you don't tell anybody you're retiring. 
Uh, it wouldn't be as cool that way. So it was just like they're looking for him. I'm retired. <laughs> no ceremony for him or anything. He just walks off the field. That's, That's the way to go. go. I know. It's like uh, I I didn't make the tackle, so I retire. There's, There's a few jobs, jobs that you wouldn't want someone to retire, like in the middle of their shift. Like I probably wouldn't want like my pilot to retire mid shift. Oh. <laughs> you know, you want to be on a Delta flight and hear the pilot just say. <laughs> F it, I'm done. Yeah, it'd be a pilot. Uh, what about a mechanic? Like, he's fixing your car and he just, I retire and didn't tell anybody. So you drop your car off at 8, you come back at, you know, at the end of the workday, and your car's, like, just sitting there with the hood up and nobody's working on it. That, that would suck. suck. Oh, eh. Maybe, Maybe not, not as much as, as the pilot, but it would still suck. No, the pilot would suck because, like, you're done. Or what about like a landscaper? You come home and only half your yard's mud. That would it looks the, like a mohawk. That would be the worst. Yeah. So for my, uh, I'm representing the South right now because I'm really thankful everybody did. I'm right now. I'm wearing an America hat with a Velcro mullet on it. I love that hat. I, I wish I had it for the baseball tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Will your wife let you wear that in public? Oh my god, no. She like my my uh the the baby pointed and he just shook his head no. Like take that thing <laughs> off. So my other two boys had it on and I put it on the baby and the baby just tossed it. He's like he's not dealing with that. He didn't want to have anything to do with it. So Let's get to uh college football. What, what about, about our sponsors? sponsors? Oh, jeez. Oh, I forgot about the sponsors. Hey, it's getting cold out there right now. So, you guys know we've been pumping them. Give New England Fleece a call. Marco, John, and Pete. Look them up on northeastfleece.com. They're doing well with helping people out that are uh, giving the Jordan and Killer promo. That promo is never going to end. So, give them a call. I know it's like football season now. If you have a, a high school team, they they do huge orders. They do it. They're doing an order for the Yankees. They're doing an order for the Packers. They do tons of orders for baseball teams, especially when it gets uh, cold. Like this is a major operation here. So check them out. And also, Gray Gear, play forever. What's your play forever? So one thing about Gray Gear, we had our uh, baseball tournament. And uh, our team was the Inglorious Batters. And uh, we lost our first game. And we got thrown into the uh, loser's bracket. So we had to win five straight to make it to the championship. And then had to play the team that we lost to in the first round. And uh, we ended up winning the whole thing, won the championship, got the uh, four-foot-tall trophy. Uh, Like 75% of the team... Had their uh, gray gear hats on. Oh, nice. So, we, uh, we represented well for gray gear. And, uh, you know, we got our winning picture. And almost everyone's got a gray gear hat on. We uh, we had shirts, but it was just a matter of, like, logistics. I, I you know, I should have left you in charge of that. We, we, ended, up with, uh, we, we ended, ended up with team shirts, shirts but, you know. 
different, different vendor, different design. I wanted to kill a sports pick podcast logo. You know, that's the shirt. On the front and the back and on the sleeves. But we ended yeah. up with some nice shirts. That 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 was the shirts. <laughs> um also people can visit our website, killersportpicks.com and follow us on Twitter at killersportpick. So I'll and be going I on Twitter the uh, website a little bit. I was right. just tough. I, I was working really hard in South Carolina and every night that I thought I can get to it, I was just tired and like like couldn't get to it so i've been going on twitter the last uh like two weekends and i know i know people put up these polls to say who, sh- who should they start so i've been going through there and kind of voting on voting on things and trying to give people you know helpful advice as well nice awesome all right are you ready to get into college football <laughs> Oh, absolutely. I can't wait, man. I want to one-up you from last week. No. <laughs> we had the cricket. Um, last week, I did well game-wise. I went 4-1. and one. That was pretty cool. So we're going to change it a little bit. We're going to bring the show down a little. We're going to do five games, just the spreads. Then we're going to do a... My big dog pick, which the week before I lost, so I have one loss with that. Then we're going to do a sure thing, and then we're going to go with uh, which team will not be undefeated after today's week. So we're going to switch it up a little bit. I like it. Keeping it fresh. That's it. So what do we have first, Ground Jordan? So first game, we have Syracuse at Clemson. Syracuse is getting 25 points. So, if you remember last year what happened, Syracuse pulled up the upset. They stunned them 27-24. I know it was at home, but I think Clemson has a lot of uh, things going on right now, especially with the quarterback switch, taking uh, Kelly Bryant out for Trevor Lawrence and Brian's like, I'm out of here. Same thing that we talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago when, you know, someone feels like they're not, uh, should they should start and they're not. They just leave. I think Lawrence is a better passer, but I think Brian is the better quarterback. And uh, I just think it's going to cause problems in, you have a Syracuse team that's hot. They're, they're like 4-0 and they haven't been Four and zero since like nineteen ninety one or something crazy, and Dungy's unbelievable. He can run, he can pass. You know that defense isn't all that good, but I just think this the pace that they're going to be at, and with the situations going with Clemson, I don't know if they pull off the victory, but I just think this is going to be a closer game. I think twenty five point five is a lot of points to give to give the orangeman today all right so we're taking syracuse plus 25 it yeah, actually just, it moved from from uh 25.5 down to 25 oh wow a half a point that's uh it's i think it's going to be more exciting of a game than what what it's predicted to be i just they're good they they play they come out and 
and they play. I, I, I watched them a few times, and I even went, I've gone against them, you know, because I wasn't sure of them yet, but they're, they're a pretty good team. At, at, at 25, so that's that means Clemson can win by three scores and a field goal, and Syracuse still wins against the spread. Yeah. So if you look at it that way, it, I think it gives Syracuse a really good shot. I think they have a great shot. I think it, it, the timing of this game, and I don't know why I was stuttering, is just huge for Syracuse. You, you're going to have that animosity in the locker room. You're going to have the guys who, you know, are pro-Brian. And, and not, I'm not saying they won't come out and play, but I, I just I think that, you know, you have the upset last year. And if I was the coach – I would just reiterate, last year, you know, everybody thought we were going to lose double-digit underdog, and they came out and they won. I would keep playing that in their mind constantly. And the, the Irishmen are going to show up, and they're going to play. All right, up next, we got Army at Buffalo. I had to rub my eyes a couple of times. I know Buffalo is doing well. Both of these offenses are, like, ranked in the top 60. But I I couldn't – I don't understand how Army, who I believe played the tougher teams, is getting seven. And, and I, I'm going with Army. Army's getting seven and a half. And, um, it went up? Yeah, it went up to, to half a point, which is, you know, even better for Army. And uh, the majority of people are taking, you know, Army with the seven and a half points in this game. Army's they're they're good. They're uh, they're just a a good team. I know they, you know, they love running the ball all the time. But you know, Hopkins is is doing well, and you know they're passing more than usual. I just I don't know. I don't understand that one. But Vegas knows better than I do. And they're uh, they're sixty seven percent against the spread this season so far. So yeah, like I watched them against Hawaii. Who, if you guys know, I'm a you know I'm a true believer of Hawaii this year, and um, they held their own. And Hawaii's doing Hawaii's a good team, and Army Army's a great team. So all right, Army plus seven and a half. Here we go. Next game, we got Purdue at Nebraska. This was a tough one for me because Purdue been playing well. But when you have, you know, Frost is against the wall. I I like um, I like Purdue, but I just think Nebraska is going to come out and play. They're 0-3. Mar- Martinez is... Uh, got to play well today uh they got to get stanley morgan into the into their offense more they're at home and i just the the black shirts got to come to play you know you're getting three and a half points at home is it three or three and a half it's three three i i think nebraska comes out and they play tough in front of the crowd today and and they come out with this victory i agree and purdue's numbers you know they're only one and three but against the spread, they're two and two, um, so it, they're not heavily favored in this game at all. So 
I like no, Nebraska at home getting three. I just think Nebraska is one of those teams where the the the, the fans don't – they're not fair weather fans. They're going to stay and they're going to cheer them on and – they, they they want them to win as as much as they want to win. The players want to win. I think the fans are going to be into this game. They're going to be yelling, screaming, and this is all always a good game. It's always a tight game. And I see Nebraska getting their first win today. And um, yeah, I see them. They're going to win. Nebraska's going to win outright. I like it. Nebraska plus three. All right, next game up, we got Ohio State at Penn State. Wow. Penn State is getting three and a half. This is one of the toughest games to to play. And I, I picked this game for a couple of reasons because it's always a big game. It's always a good game to watch. And whoever wins this game usually wins the Big Ten. It happened the last two years. This game always comes down to a special team's play. Uh, the last few times they played, like it's only it's been decided by two points. Seeing that uh, Penn State's at home, I think McSwilly's gonna rally the guys together. And I Penn State had a huge week last week, and I, you know they didn't overlook Ohio State, where I think Ohio State was look overlooking um, their opponent last week, getting ready for Penn State. I see uh I see Penn State winning this game outright. So both teams have the same record, both three and one against the spread. This game, as far as the, the consensus goes, is very close. You know, on coverage it's fifty eight percent Ohio State, forty two percent Penn State. But Penn State's at home getting three and a half. You know, yeah, I, I think they have the from, edge. Um, sorry. Ohio State's big defensive um, and Nick Bowles is out, so that's huge. Yeah, this game's close, but you know, Penn State getting three and a half at home, I think that gives them the edge. And I would agree, and this game's going to be on at 7.30 on ESPN. Huge, huge game. Check it out. Awesome. All right, next game we have South Carolina at Kentucky. Kentucky is getting one and a half points. Another one I was surprised about. Um, seeing that Kentucky's undefeated, and it, they're playing well. Like they're doing, doing better than what um, a lot of people thought they were going to do. So um, They're running the ball well. One of your last names you like, Snell. Benny Snell's crushing it. I, I don't understand how they, you know, it's a close game. It's a division of game. They usually play each other um, really tight. But I'm going with Kentucky today. Yeah, Kentucky plus one and a half at home. That's where the consensus is on covers as well. Uh, 64% are, are, are going that way, so... And I think I'm going to do a prediction. Uh, Snell is going to go over well over 150 yards today rushing, maybe even hit 200. He's going to have a huge day today. Nice. All right. Are you ready for the big dog pick? Oh, man. Uh, I'm ready. You're going to like my big dog pick? I will just, because it's uh, we got Oklahoma State at Kansas. 
Kansas. Kansas is getting 17 and a half. I think Kansas is they're going to be home. They've been playing well, surprisingly. Um, they're pulling off, playing every way, playing money line, play the spread, play whatever this game is for Kansas to win. Play them. Kansas is going to win. Rock, Chalk, Jayhawks. There we go. There you go. All right. So up next, we got our sure thing. So we have Fresno plus 10 against the spread. Yes, that's the sure thing. It's the last game of the night. 10-30 game. Go with Fresno. I just see them uh, crushing it. 10 points, sure thing. Put the house up. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. But Put your yeah, house up. Sure put your neighbor's house up. Put your yeah. kid's college tuition up. Yeah. What do we have next? Who, who, next, uh, we're going to make our predictions on what team will not be undefeated tomorrow. Hmm. You want me to go first? Hold on. Yeah, we got to do our prediction sound. You have a sound effect for it? I thought that's the time machine sound. No, this is. Uh... (laughs) All right. So we got West Virginia at Texas Tech. And, uh, you know, West Virginia is undefeated. I think that... uh, Today will be the last day that they're undefeated. I think they will lose outright to Texas Tech. Yeah, there we go. Ground Jordan. I have with team I have uh Penn Penn State beating Ohio State. Ohio State their O will go. Oh man. Bold predictions. I can't wait to see uh I hope we're both right. Yeah, always. I root for you too, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, rooting for you last week. I was so proud of you, man. Oh, shucks. Winning. It was like the dad at a baseball game and the son gets up. You know, you're not playing in your yard anymore and the son gets up and, you know, the it's his first at bat and he cracks the bat. I mean, cracks the ball and he, he gets like a double on his first time that you weren't pitching him the ball. And I was like, oh, there's my ground Jordan doing well. I still remember this. This is from when I was probably like uh, eight years old, somewhere around there. And I like, well, I think we moved. So I had to like leave one of my little league teams and go to a new one. And it was like mid-season. Mm-hmm. And uh, in our first game, it was my first at bat. And I swung and just completely missed the ball. And uh bat I guess was a little heavy for me. So I lost my uh I lost my balance and I fell. And uh it was a brand new team, didn't know anyone. My dad, you know, was like twenty feet away. And uh I still remember that to this day. It was I was embarrassed, my dad probably had to be even more embarrassed. <laughs> oh man, how do you feel about that? <laughs> Still haunts me to this day. Oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I actually saw. I saw. Um, 
Oh, man, I, I wish, wish I could remember what team it was and who it was, but I was watching baseball this last week, and I saw it happen to a pro. And it, it reminded <laughs> me of that. It instantly made me feel better. Yeah, see, you should feel better. Do we got anything going on with FanDuel today? Yes. So I have an all-day MLB DFS lineup. Um, Winning! Are you ready for it? Yeah. All right. So at pitcher, you know, if we were doing our full MLB, you know, middle of the summer lineup here, I'd have this guy as a sleeper. But I'm taking Wade Miley from Milwaukee. He's nice. Only, he's only 6,400. He's a lefty pitching at home. He's got a 2.3 ERA, really low whip. Uh, Milwaukee's favorited by a lot in this game. He's like minus 260, 250, something like that. So I think even if he gives up a run or two, they'll leave him in because they'll be playing with the lead. So I like this guy at 6,400 because it's going to allow us to put some big bats in. There we go. All right, so catcher first base. I'm taking Pierce from Boston. He's 3,200. Um, going against Lynn from the Yankees. I think this game is going to be high scoring. I know New York is favored, but I think there's going to be runs both directions, just the same way it was yesterday. Uh, at second base, I'm going to take Kinsler from Boston. He's only 2,800. So he's averaging nine you know, points per game. He last last night, you know, he only had three, but the, the game before that he had 18. He's been a little bit on a cold streak, but, you know, this is the time of the year where, you know, where it, re- it really counts. Nice. At third base, I'm taking Brian Anderson from Miami. He's 2,900. He's averaging over nine uh, fantasy points per game. He's been on a real hot streak lately. At 18.2 last night, 28.7 the game before. Um, Did that scare you? <laughs> he's going against he's going against Matt's, you know, and Matt's numbers aren't that great. So at uh at shortstop, I'm gonna take uh, Marcus Simeon from Oakland. He's only three thousand, so I really like this guy. He's been on a hot streak lately. Last three games, eighteen point seven, twenty eight point four, and sixteen. Uh, Oakland, Oakland's got a lot to play for right now, so I like him at that price. Nice. First outfield position, I'm taking Acuna Jr. He's four grand. I think he's worth it. Uh, this guy, you know, he, there's not not a lot to say about him. Uh, he's been oh, <laughs> he's been on like an absolute tear. Since the All Star break, he has. Uh, I've been. I watched a little bit of him. He went down a little bit, but um, he he is hey, he's back up. Baby, you looking hot tonight? <laughs> he's My, back up where he belongs. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he had a little bit of a cold streak, but you know, Atlanta put up a ton of runs yesterday, and you know, I like him to roll. Uh, next outfield spot, taking uh, Aaron Judge at forty three hundred. So, last night, he had 31.1 at Boston. Uh, they're going against uh, Evaldi. I don't know if I said that right. Yeah, he did. So, this guy, you know, he, I think he, he's one of the weak spots, in my opinion, in the Boston pitching. And, and I like a lot of runs in this game. So Yeah, they only... just picked him up, too, at the trading 
Yeah, they got him, you know, only, what, like two months ago or something like that? Yeah. He hasn't done that well for them. So so I like Josh there. Next. <laughs> My next outfield spot for the same reasons, I'm taking Aaron Hicks. I think he's really cheap. He's only 3,400. And, uh, you know, he's got... It's got a lot of potential, you know. So in the last, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. In the last five games, he's put up in one night 40.8, another night 28.2, and then last night 28.7. So wow. a ton of value at 3,400. And then in my utility spot, my final spot, I'm taking Mookie Betts. 4,900. <laughs> Probably, you know, easily. I mean, I think he's the MVP. So, you know, if you're if you're playing a MLB DFS at this point, there's really not much to explain to you about Mookie Betts. Yeah, Mookie's been crushing it, and that Yankees Red Sox series it's gonna it's gonna be a great game tonight. It's always like when you get to this time of year, and it's like fall, and you know the weather's under eighty degrees and seventies and sixties. They put on a great show, you know. So it's going to be a great day of sports. You got uh, a ton of college football games, great, great games, and then you have baseball. So yeah, so this this Boston Yankees game is actually at one oh five. So it sucks that like I can't watch all the games that I want to watch today. It's going to be a great sports day. Oh, you can't watch them all. No, well, you know what? I have the new TV. I want to see if it has picture and picture. See if I can throw up two things at once. You probably can. You just got to read the the. Well, they don't send manuals anymore. You got to go online, and YouTube it. <laughs> well, I have a I have a Samsung, and I don't know if you've seen the remotes on these. They don't have numbers anymore. You know, there's oh, only yeah, like I have that. there's only like six buttons on the remote. Yeah, I, my mullet's itching. <laughs> So I'm going with for my 405, a guy that you love, but there's no sound for him, Tony Snell. <laughs> there's no snail sound effect. It's not a snail. Like you <laughs> like to do the snail. So I'll give him a. Yeehaw! I'm going with Snell. I'm going with Gaddis, Frazier with Pitt, Wendell with Tampa, Mercer with Pitt. My guy, Billy Hamilton, since he, I'm going with a guy who's been on a, all, like, fam, he's been crushing it, like, his last four, 12.2, 27.9, he dipped down to three, and that was against the Yankees series, and he had uh, 12.7 last night, so I'm putting fam in, then I'm going with Pence, he, he, he had a, a couple of nights ago, he had a huge night. You know, with a home run, he had 28.1. Then I'm going with Adams. That's a different way to spot Adams. But I'm <laughs> going with that. That's my 405. Are you doing a five-man today? Absolutely, Chris. Ah! So, <laughs> I took the uh, Toronto at Tampa, Tampa game. So this is going to seem a little... You know, unorthodox, but like we know in five mans, when you want success, you've got to separate yourself from the pack in some way. There we go. So, in my MVP spot, I'm taking Rowdy Telez. He's only 4,500. I know, I'm crazy. But it's a bit of a reach. But this guy, um, 
He's a lefty. He's going against Snell. Nobody else is probably going to put this guy in the in their MVP spot. Not yes. AI. Yesterday at Tampa, he had 21.9. He's batting 317. I just I think that there's some value here. And if it works, it's going to definitely, you know, separate. Are you confident? <sighs> Semi-confident. All right, I'm going to lock you in. <laughs> All right. You're locked in. And then in the infield, I'm taking Cron at 8,500. Outfield, I'm taking Fam at nine grand. Utility, I'm taking Bowers at six thousand. And then my last utility spot, I'm taking Wendell at seven thousand. So you can see, I only took one Toronto player and I put him in my MVP spot. Nice. So. Well, one more thing about this. So with both these lineups, it's something I, I try and tell like. Uh, people just getting into FanDuel to do, and it's something that I do a lot, is I'll put all my lineups into a 50-50, you know, for whatever price I want to play. Put them all into a 50-50, and then also put that same lineup into a tournament. So that way, if you win your 50-50, but you lose in your tournament, you're not really losing any money. Yeah, it's a good strategy. All right, do you have a five-man? Yes, I does. <laughs> I'm doing the... Uh... Arizona, San Diego. I have uh, Peralta at my 1.5. Love this kid. Always comes through. Last three, he's been 16, 21.7. And he had six last night. I have Galvis, who was the MVP of last night, who came through. He always comes through. Um, last three, 27, 15.2, 12.5. I have Owings. I love this kid. I have Myers. And Janikowski. Always check, like, because this is an A40 game, so the rosters might not be out yet. And we, you know, obviously this is being out way before the rosters, but give it a check. Um, make sure your plays are playing on all of our baseball lineups. Definitely, Definitely on, um, I want to say the same thing about my Boston guys, because I know that they rotate through, through their guys uh, a lot because there's so much talent on that team, so... Yeah. And they already clinched, too, so they, you know. But I see with Boston, like, they come out to play the Yankees. Like, they they bring Wade Boggs back or Roger Clemens, <laughs> just to, you know, just to prove a point. So yeah, both guys I, I wish I could be the at that game. The Yankees too. Yeah, you know, I wish I could be at that game in Boston today. Oh. That's got to be crazy, crazy atmosphere. Definitely. So, again, I want to um, – I really, truly want to thank the Flow 7. I want to thank all the first responders, even the families of the first responders who went out there and, and you know, gave their time and their in, in effort to help the uh, hurricane and flood victims. Whatever way you can donate, whether it's cash, whether it's time, whether, you know, you put some food together, send it down there. And the, the people that are affected really, really, they appreciate it and they really need it. Awesome. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at KillASportPick and be sure to visit our website, KillASportPicks.com. And stay tuned for uh, our NFL uh, picks. They'll be out, um, that podcast will be out uh, early tomorrow morning or later today. Ground Jordan, thank you for doing a great job last week. Thank you for everything. You're the man. 
And we're out of here. Take care. Peace.